<clears throat> me, 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 me. It's all about you, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to episode three, episode three of the Train of Thought podcast. Um, you've only got me today. There's no James, unfortunately. Well, unfortunate for him, fortunate for me, I get to steal the spotlight. Unfortunate for you, the funny one's not here. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Too bad. I've got a few clips I've made of uh, unheard footage, 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 really. Tara's a podcast footage unheard uh clips from previous episodes but also from a trial recording james and i did a few weeks ago which we didn't really intend to put out at max we were going to cut some of it to use as a trailer but having listened to it back there's actually a fairly decent conversation in there so i'll whack that in to this episode as well but i have to preface by saying that was before we somewhat knew what we were doing because let's be real winging it professional amateurs is my code word at the moment um so yeah i'll preface by saying the recording quality is not quite as good as it has been on the last episode but it's still decent so you've got me for today for a short while On the subject of professional amateurs, as a guise for just not knowing what I'm doing, just read something about Emma Watson uh, saying that turning 30s put a lot of pressure on her personal life and um, that she's not in fact single, she is self-partnered. Self-partnered. If that is not the biggest BS way of just lying that you're single like just pretending like oh no, 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 no i'm not having a bad love life i chose this way i'm self-partnered that's such that's just such bull you can be single and be happy but just say that why do you need to be like oh no i'm self-partnered oh no i chose i'm married to me i'm focusing on myself right now mate you're single like just say that but that also reminds me uh, a little callback to episode one when we talked about Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow when they broke up and they quote unquote consciously uncoupled. Again, what is it with? Is it something with celebrities? Is it a, a sign of of people in sort of their thirties these days that just want to sound original, or are we just really embarrassed to admit the truth instead of just saying? oh yeah, it didn't work out, we broke up. You have to use an entirely new phrase and tell people that you've consciously uncoupled. But um, imagine if that just applied to any other part of life. Like, no officer, I'm not breaking the law. I'm, I'm a commander of my own judgment. You can arrest me all you like, but I'm a, I'm a free spirit. I'm a commander of my own judgment, sir. You, got, you can't use that. You can't get away with that. Likewise, um, if I ever burn food, I'm, I haven't burnt it. It's just extra crispy. Okay, that's what you tell people. I work in a kitchen, I know. You just tell people it's extra crispy. And if they question it, you can just say that it's a new kind of gastronomy that um, Heston Blumenthal came up with, and you're free to go. Okay? Alternative facts, not lies. I don't lie. I never lie. I'm going to build that wall. It's going to be huge. I never lie. 
Speaking of decrepit old men, uh, a conservative radio host who compared the term boomer to the N-word in a tweet has been widely mocked online and was even the target of a thinly veiled swipe from dictionary.com. I'm reading this from the internet. Uh, The internet? (laughs) I am reading it from the internet. I'm reading it from independent.co.uk. So don't sue me, even though there is absolutely no chance anyone of status will be listening to this podcast, but whatever. We love our fans. Um, This guy who is called Bob Lonsbury and works for Wham Radio in Rochester, New York. Uh, He put a tweet out. I can't, I haven't found the original tweet, which is really annoying because I saw it myself literally just a few days ago and now I can't find it. Uh, I say that and I've just immediately found it. Hooray. He said, boomer in quotation marks as if it's a made up word. Boomer is the n-word of ageism being hip and flip (laughs) being hip and flip (laughs) i can't (laughs) being hip and flip does not make bigotry okay nor is a derisive how the fuck do you say this word epithet wow i'm gonna have to google that Okay, so he said, nor is being acceptable because it is new. A derisive epithet. I think that means a term that derives from another term. I don't know. I'm Googling it right now. Let's find out how to say this. It is epithet. Cool. It means an adjective or phrase expressing a quality or attribute regarded as characteristic of the person or thing mentioned. Okay. A byname, a descriptive term. Right, so it's like an adjective. Cool. Uh, So he says, being hip and flip (laughs) does not make bigotry okay. Uh, Nor is a derisive adjective acceptable because it is new. Does this guy not realise the word boomer already existed? Does he not realise we didn't make up the word boomer? Does he not realise? I mean, he looks like a 50-year-old man. I've already established I have the internet open in front of me, um, but I'm too lazy to Google how old he is. But he looks like he's old enough. Does he not realise that baby boomers, that that's the actual name of the generation? They're called the baby boomer generation. Like, millennials and gen z haven't just hopped on twitter and be like guys i just came up with this cool new word it's that's what you're called that's what it's called to say it's the n-word of ageism and it's a derisive epithet because and it's acceptable because it's new what are you on about lad and i mean anyone that uses the phrase being hip and flip i'm sorry i'm going on record i'm going on record if you say being hip and flip you deserve to be called a boomer (laughs) like you've just held your hands up you might as well have just walked out into the street and said i am 53 years old i am 53 because going on twitter and writing being hip and flip has done the exact same job okay and what an idiot the way that he decides to tell this to the world is through the medium of social media. Why the hell would you go on Twitter and accuse uh, accuse young people of being ageist? Why the hell would you do that? All that's happened now, I'm assuming he's deleted this tweet because if he hasn't, he's a fucking idiot. But 
all that has happened is he's got thousands of people replying back. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. And it started a whole thread of memes, quotes, and screen caps of people just mocking it. Um, and there was another guy. What's his name? Okay, I can't find it. Uh, there's another guy who was on this panel. Ah, it's here. Um, John Milani? Milani. He said, if you're comparing the badness of two words and you can't even say one of them, that's the worst word. That sounds it all, really. That sums it up. The boomer is as bad as the N-word. Mate, you're, you can't even say the N-word. We have to call it the N-word. It's that bad. Boomer is the actual name of your generation. That would be like university students, uh, university students being up in arms about uh, boomers calling them graduates when that's what they are. Um, it just wouldn't make sense. Boomer is the N-word of ageism. What are you on about? Uh, anyway, I found a couple of responses to this that have absolutely cracked me up. I had no idea Time magazine did a cover in... Can I see what this is? This might be a fake cover. Probably shouldn't use Reddit as my source of information. It looks like it says 2013. May 20th, 2013. A Time uh, magazine cover that says the me 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 generation millennials entitled narcissists who still live with their parents why they'll save us all and it's got a cover of a teenage girl or early 20 year old woman uh lying on her front with her arm up in the air taking a selfie um the the me 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 generation lazy entitled narcissists who still live with their parents we could really break that down we could really unpack that and talk about how most of us these days are we're probably working the same if not more hours or at least working more hours across several jobs like several zero hour contracts and you're doing 20 hours here 10 hours there 15 hours over here but to call millennials lazy, entitled narcissists, every time I hear this phrase, all I think is, who are our parents, though? How did we get this way? Who raised us? Hmm. Okay, boomer. Because what a dumb way to try and turn it around. Entitled narcissists who still live with their parents. Cool. If you want to build me a house that I can afford, I'm not going to stop you. Apparently, we're lazy, so clearly we can't build the homes. You want to hop down to the construction yard, grab some bricks, grab some mortar, whip up a home real quick, nice and sharp, quick and snappy. I'll move in. But you're not doing that, are you? Okay, boomer. Right then. It's such a, it's just so stupid. And the whole argument of like, um, how we're narcissists for taking selfies. Okay, so Polaroids didn't exist. Um, you really want to tell me that if you handed, if you could travel back in time and hand a teenager of the 70s an iPhone 10 and you gave them that face ID, I don't have an iPhone 10, I don't know what the fucking thing is called, um, the face ID thingy where you can make like an emoji move with your face, are you telling me they wouldn't sit there entertain for like 
for, they would sit there entertained for so long they would be sat in the same place playing around and we'd be back in 2019 before they were like well that was fun don't lie boomers if they had the same technology back then that we have now if they had social media on the same scale that we have now and it was around you constantly and you grew up into it you 100% would do the exact same thing but of course someone's got to be blamed and it's so much easier to point the finger at young people for being self-entitled during this the phase of our lives where you're learning about yourself and let's be real just being comfortable with who you are and and what you look like and who your friends are so of course engaging in social social media and being a little bit of a narcissist kind of comes part and parcel with that but more to the point again with us being lazy entitled and living at home because we don't do anything as far as i'm aware i didn't uh write the code for ios 13 in my sleep sure didn't because it fucked up my phone side note Anybody that has not heard back from me in the past week and a half, my phone's fucked. I'm not ignoring you, I promise. Um, I didn't write the blueprints for for a Samsung Galaxy 10. I didn't coin uh, the code in the development that created Instagram. You lot did it. And I certainly didn't come up with uh, the algorithm and the tech that led to endless scrolling which by the way i can't remember the guy's name because i'm shit with facts and statistics as we learned from episode two that was an absolute shit show and i apologize because i got everything wrong but i'll come back to that uh the guy that created endless scrolling has made a killing because practically every social media thing that we use now utilizes endless scrolling i'm pretty sure even google search I'm sure when you search on Google, it used to come up with... I'm just going to search something random. Um, Maybe it still does. Oh, no, it still does. It does that Google thing at the bottom, and each O is like a page. But I have seen, at least on Google Mobile, it doesn't do that anymore. It just has endless scrolling. Um, Facebook, newsfeed, Instagram feed, Twitter newsfeed, they don't stop. The page just refreshes, and it gets longer and longer, and it's designed that way to keep you on the website so that you don't click away because they're making money from ads, they're making money from you engaging, they're making money from having more content on the site and driving up uh, user numbers and profile clicks, etc, etc. And who came up with that? Certainly wasn't millennials, okay? So, sick and tired of getting the blame. But anyway, um... Also, the phrase OK Boomer, if you're, are you really that shook about OK Boomer? These are the same people that are like, you should be grateful for everything that's handed to you. We fought, our parents fought in the war, blah, 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 so that you can live a healthy and happy, comfortable lifestyle that you live now. OK Boomer. And then they're like up in arms, having a heart attack. It's just don't, I just don't get it. So this one guy says, how did baby boomers get college for the price of a McChicken and still end up the dumbest fucking people on the planet? <laughs> um, sorry, millennials, but we built this fucking planet. All the shit you love built by boomers. Your internet, you can't do without boomers. Your fast food, you can't go without fucking boomers. All your technology, boomers. All your drugs, boomers. See, I was in agreement with that up until all your technology. Um, drugs have been around for centuries, mate. For, since the dawn of human beings on this planet, people have been looking for another way to get a high, but whatever. You're millennial. You millennials, this is written 
poorly think you own it you own shit you've invented nothing and can't back up what you say with action quote we're gonna start a revolution you can't even start a fucking lawnmower grow (laughs) fuck off grow up then come back and apologize (laughs) okay boomer oh my god that was wild the grammar in that was awful also and the spelling is terrible um there are so many ellipses and every single time they've used an exclamation point they've put like two two or three every single point so um there we go we've heard it from random facebook user oh one um we haven't done shit boomers made all our drugs uh we don't own anything we need to fuck off we need to grow up and then we need to come back and apologize so this has been a psa um i'm out got fuck off got to grow up i'll come back and apologize okay i'll be real um i had no real plan for this episode because it's very last minute.com and i thought um I thought I could recap on some stuff that happened in the news or happened to me this week, but let's be real. The news has been dominated by Grenfell and Brexit as always and the whole general election thing. So all I'm going to say in regards to that is if you're not registered to vote already, get on that. Sort that out ASAP. Um, And I'm not going to delve into anything else because that's far too deep and I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So, as I said earlier, um, I'm terrible with facts, statistics, numbers, blah, 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 blah. And on episode two, I have to give a genuine apology for pretty much everything I said. Because I went back, when I was editing it back, I realised how many things I said were just completely wrong. (laughs) So you're you're back again. It's not Correction Corner, because I'm not in the corner. I'm actually at home recording this one as well. So if it sounds a little noisy, you can probably hear the mouse clicks and whatnot and me tapping on the keyboard, but, you know, keeping it real. Um, the metaphorical correction corner. So I said some stuff about, I said a lot of stuff about KSI, let's be real. Um, take a shot every time I say, let's be real. That's stuck in my head. Uh, I said that I thought he was the first British millionaire from YouTube do not know where I got that from. I don't actually know who the first British millionaire is from YouTube. I think what I meant, what I was thinking at the time was first British YouTuber to hit a million subs. I don't know why I thought it was KSI. Um, I just remember reading an article about him a few years ago about how he'd broken some record and I kind of put two and two together and I thought that was him. Ironically, spoke about Charlie is so cool like and I realised as soon as I mentioned Charlie is so cool like, I was like, oh no. He's the one. So I was right, but I'd already said, uh, sorry, I was I was right about Charlie, but I had already said it was KSI. So I was like, I'm not going to back down. I'll just pretend and wing it and get away with it. But I'm going to just own up. So it was actually Charlie is so cool. Like he was the first one to get a million subs in the UK. And he was only, only 19, I think at the time. That was back in 2011. So can you imagine? Can you imagine how, just how big he would have been on the platform back then. Because these days, people go from several hundred thousand to a million within a year. There's so many of us using YouTube now and the whole idea of subscribers and ad revenue. Like, more of us are aware 
of how the partnership program works and more of us are aware of supporting content creators and how it can lead to a job but in 2011 the idea of it being a job wasn't quite the common thing it really was more for fun so for him to be 19 to be the first person in the UK and he was leading with like most views and blah, blah, blah. Back when YouTube channels used to have these little medals that tell you the, the stats. He was like most viewed UK, most subscribed UK all time at 19. Um, and then, yeah, as I said in, the, as I said in the, the previous episode, he did kind of disappear for a while. I thought he was going to study film. Um, it was half right. He was going... He, he took time off YouTube because he was writing a short film, which then went on YouTube, obviously. Um, but he kind of was on and off during that time. And then he vanished for a couple of years, came back, and he's now doing something called Fun Science, or was doing something called Fun Science, which I suppose is more his passion as he's gotten older. He's probably... Well, if he was 20 in twenty uh, 2012, I said that the wrong way. Uh, so what's he now like 27 that's crazy 27 he's only four years older jesus anyway uh so that's that was a correction to fix i also said i don't know i said some other stuff about ksi that's probably all wrong oh i said that he had four comic-con videos up he didn't i believe he did one comic-con video and then there was so much backlash that comic-con actually banned him from returning um i think what i was what I had seen were two or three of those types of videos where he interviewed people on the street and he was being very creepy, but he called it something else. It was called being awkward with strangers. And I think he was in a shopping center. And then I must've seen another like commentary YouTuber who did a reaction video or something along those lines. And yeah, this was, I watched these videos several years ago and I think just trying to recall what they were called or what they were about. I, yeah, mistakenly thought it was four separate videos, but it wasn't. It was like two or three. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for Correction Corner this week. Um, tune in next week when I probably <laughs> could have find out that that generation is not even called boomers and I've just got all of the first part of this wrong. And Emma Watson never even said that she is uh, self-partnered. Everything's just going to be wrong. Just cancel me. You can just cancel culture just claim me swallow me up take me into the shadow realm it's cool i'll go freely uh thank you for listening this far if you've made it this far and i'm gonna sign out here i'm gonna leave you with some clips from our previous episodes and uh, a, a large chunk of the tester episode, the trial recording that James and I did. And we had a little chat about the chicken shop boxes that the government rolled out. Um, if that's not a headline, the anti-knife crime <laughs> chicken shop boxes that the, the government rolled out a couple of months ago. We had a little chat about that and in typical fashion got very derailed drink. So thank you for listening, as I said, and apologies for the lack of an episode last week we were both pretty busy um me in particular actually if you follow us on facebook you know you'll know that i was up in manchester um going head to head against jenny from coronation street it was a really really close call really tough match um i reckon i could have knocked her out if we went into the third but 
<sighs> the ref called it off, so what can you do, you know? We'll be back next year. Back in LA, I reckon. We'll do professional this time. We'll get Eddie Hearn on board. Shannon Briggs will be there. Let's go, champ. Why is it? I'm like, well, I'm plugged in to the I national grid. Them. What is happening here? Where is this going? <laughs> that behind your head. Oh, no, no, on. that's clamped to the desk. Oh, that's attached. Turn them around. Can you put the left ear on the right instead? Put the silver bit behind your head. It'll be good. Welcome to episode two. <laughs> no, it's not how we're starting it. I feel um out of context this all sounds very <laughs> weird. I know. I'm kind of strangling myself now with the wire. Hang on. I think they call that auto asphyxiation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know that from Bojack Horseman. How bad is that? Other shows are available. <laughs> are we um And you, if you can please talk. I'd be more intimate with this mic than I have been with any girl recently. <laughs> <laughs> So that's looking quite good there. Oh no, it's not on the love life, it's not, no. Wow, you're really loud. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Probably why it's not going well on the love life. But you're also very crystal clear. So well, I think pros and cons. I think we're ready to go, James. I think we're ready to go. This has been a roller coaster. It has. So, Welcome to Tech with Tara. Welcome to Tech with Tara Pavels. You could have a episode branch one. Off. You have a little branch off podcast with that. I'm actually just realising now that the bars are here, so we can push it a little bit further than we were. My voice still sounds like an alien. What did you have for breakfast this morning, James? I'm not going to shout it again. Last time, I, me. last time I answered this question, I got in trouble. So. A fucking Winamax! <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing! Yeah. There we go. Okay, levels yeah. are sorted. And um, that's also a preview into clipping. We've just. We've Tech learnt, with Tara. Tech with Tara. We've just learned our lesson. There don't ask James about Wii Fix. Don't, don't ask me what I learned because I wasn't. <clears throat> it wasn't on the cards anyway. Have you heard about the government's new um, chicken shop box anti-knife crime scheme? I haven't, but I really want to now. And, uh, do you want some chicken or do you want to hear about the boxes? Um, I'll let you, you know, what comes first, chicken or the egg? You know? uh, deep question. Chicken or the box? I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go with it. Your, it's your lead. It's your story. Welcome to Deep Psychology with Tara Barber. <laughs> How many branch off podcasts have you got? <laughs> <laughs> got stacks on stacks. Okay, so I'll read you. I real. I will read you a little snippet from okay. BBC News. Um, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Chicken boxes featuring warnings about the dangers of carrying a knife have been sent to takeaways in England and Wales as part of a government campaign. I did hear about this. I lied. I didn't realise that. Fucking I did, liar! I didn't realise I heard about this. Fucking liar! Yeah. More than three hundred twenty-one thousand boxes will replace standard packaging at outlets, including Chicken Cottage. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, just a shit ton of chicken shops okay. in England and Wales. And the general idea of it is that um, 
they looked at where the 16 to 25 year olds congregate and apparently it's chicken shops that's what the yeah. youth that's what the youth are doing these days i thought kfc run out of chicken <laughs> they're all stabbing each other and eating chicken wings that's what they're doing <laughs> which one first though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so um i had the absolute pleasure of being very very drunk on friday night I'm not which surprised. of course in typical british Sorry, I, I got distracted though. I, when you said stabbing and eating chicken, I got the idea that they were eating the chicken first and they were just like eating it down to the bone to make it into a weapon. Oh, and yeah. Go out and stab instead <laughs> of using knives. Yeah. Away Not to give bone. anyone any ideas, you know. <laughs> you can make your own shank out of yeah, a chicken wing. I've watched too much Prison Break. What Carry do you on. use the wishbone for? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, on Friday night, we went to uh, a cheap, greasy chicken shop. Oh, post, wait, a way to build it up. Post yeah. pub. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, other, number, one, yeah. number one on TripAdvisor, as expected. What was it called? I'm not going to name them. No. Not wanna, after that. Don't want to dox them. Yeah. Horrible, greasy, fatty chicken shop. I just really wanted the chance to say other chicken shops are available. Other chicken shops <laughs> are available. Because <laughs> then I feel like I made it. <laughs> so I had the pleasure of seeing one of these horrible knife-free crime boxes up close. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say you saw a stabbing. I was like, oh my God, oh this God, is dark, no, man. Yeah. What? Typical British Friday tradition. Got pissed. Saw someone got stabbed. <laughs> That's where this was going. I was like, oh god. <laughs> so, um, I saw one of these boxes up close, and it made me realise how stupid this idea is. Because, hmm. honest to God, yeah, okay, sixteen to twenty-five year olds probably go to chicken shops more than the average person, but it's not like a chill-out spot. No, I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't. not like, oh, you're free on Friday. Can go for coffee. Chicken shop. <laughs> let's get some spicy wings. Three for a pound. Yeah. So, My kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> we. I mean, I saw a few people. Um, not everyone got one of the boxes, but the odd person did, and they were barely able to stand up straight, let alone acknowledge yeah. hashtag knife free in this yeah. morbid all black box. That's what it looks like. It's a completely black box. Yeah. Hashtag knife free written in white on the top. And then when you open up the lid, there's a picture inside of someone who's somehow got a real life story related to knife crime and a, a segment of like how they fucked up. Imagine finding that in your Happy Meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that to your kid. And then oh, what this, toy have you got? Yeah. It's a story about Sarah, 19, yeah. who was stabbed yeah. to death in East London. Yeah. Like, all right, Timmy. I just, yeah, you, know, you know. Toy Story 4? No? Teach no Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. <laughs> got a bulletproof vest, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. Got a blunt knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's child friendly. I mean, that's going to put chicken connoisseur. That's made him a video straight away. Oh, he's he's commented. Has he? There is a BBC response from the chicken connoisseur. Oh. Um, well, if anyone was going to respond. Exactly. I mean, he's your man. Yeah. It's as close as you can get to the colonel. Apart from Colonel Saunders, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um, he said... Oh, wait, I can't find it now. I did have I did do the research oh folks. God. I apologize for the unprofessionalism but you have to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Elijah Quashi, better known as Chicken Connoisseur, mm-hmm. told BBC's Wake Up to Money that the approach was too simplistic to solve a complex problem. Because some people yeah. claim that the chicken shop boxes are a racist stereotype given that there's a there's a pretty big stereotype about knife crime being committed by young black boys yeah well is it chicken shops in the london area you said no it's in england and wales oh england okay because i thought they'd like focused on the pacific area 
<laughs> no, you know, I was like, that, that is a bit. <laughs> if you want to talk about specific areas, did you know that Croydon is home to the largest number of chicken shops per capita in well, England? There we go. <laughs> Big up, Croydon. Um, it's pretty much all we've got going, but... They'll put that on the banner. <laughs> besides the Going Off Track podcast. Of course. Yeah. Don't don't give our location away. <laughs> like, straight in, giving away the location. <laughs> this won't make the cut, it's fine. Yeah. He's bluffing, it's fine. The thing that the thing that bothers me is just the classist aspect of that. It's like all right. these all these poor young children running around with nothing better to do. Yeah. We'll target them in the chicken chops. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We'll in hang 2019, them up with their greasy little yeah. fingers. In twenty nineteen in the year of the vegan and they're targeting <laughs> chicken shops. You wanna get down to the farmers market. Yeah, mate. what are they doing? Hop down to East London, Brick Lane. There you go, Falafel King. That's where you want to target the, the knife. So is this carrying on then? Is this is gonna? Are they sticking with it? Like, yeah, they've just started rolling it out. Um, how, they did it? a trial somewhere in London last year, I believe, and then they've decided to roll it out sort of nationwide. Well, they've got the bank involved. <laughs> but it's, there are other banks. And other banks are society. available. And Finally, building yes. societies are available. If this was like the early days of Twitter, Twitter had just come out. And they were doing this. It would kind of make sense because then it'd take you to Twitter to the hashtag. But right. it doesn't. Yeah, I just find it weird. It just seems like one of those really out of touch board meetings. Yeah, exactly. Like and it probably 50, was. Yeah, a fifty-six year old man with like grey hair. He's like, guys, guys, you know what the kids are doing yeah. these days? They're eating chicken. I can imagine. Yeah, like a like in um, the Simpsons movie when you got like the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy that's president. He's like, option three, what the chicken shop? Yeah, geez, that one, that will do. That's fine. I was elected to lead. Yeah, not to read. Not to read. Number three. But that was never a joke. Now we got with the chicken shop one. <laughs> Oh, no. What else is going on? What else is going on? What's going on with you? Not a lot. Start the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Can you hear beeping? I think someone's trying to get in. I'll oh, see. It's because you gave our location away. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah. I've got the room after you, so I think it's just let me into it. Oh, okay. Well, can you guys, you're down at four. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happens when you give our location away. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. We've walking in that is early, yeah. I oh, know. Been walked in on by at like fifty eight or fifty nine for like What, what we talking about? Are we talking about studio or are we talking about private life? What's, no. Oh. <laughs> Saying that actually. Oh. Here's a funny here's a funny anecdote for everybody. Yeah. Yesterday a stranger walked in on me in a public restroom. Is that really walking in if it's a public restroom? Well I wasn't just squatting in the middle of a shop. Well, you know. I mean, I was using the toilet in a in an art gallery. Because okay. I'm cultured like that, sure. you see. Yeah. Um, didn't happen to the year award. <laughs> the, the lock on the door didn't slide across properly. And I th- I slid it across and it wasn't really going all the way through. And then I wobbled the door a little bit to check that it was shut. And it, right. it seemed sturdy enough. Yeah. And I was still in a slight state of panic. So I tried to it pee. wasn't the same guy, was it? That'd be weird. <laughs> I tried to pee like as quickly as I could. Yeah. And then um, I heard a noise that I looked up and a woman opened the door went oh and then shut the door again and I was just fully exposed and um, had to sort of awkwardly waddle with my trousers around my around the rest of the gallery <laughs> <laughs> well you felt you had to just commit at that point <laughs> gotta got commit yeah. no I wasn't peeing I just, I just dressed like this yeah. oh no this is the style these days yeah. Um, yeah I had to sort of waddle with my trousers around my ankles to um lock it all the way and like 
really slam the lock and make mm. sure it's shut that time. But yeah, that... There's uh, a story for the grandkids. That threw me off. Yeah. Go buy me a drink first, love. Come on. 2019. There you go. Take me out for dinner. Come on. Not the chicken shop, though, because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just go full circle. Yeah, it's got talking yeah. points. Yeah. That should be a new thing. What? Restaurants should just start putting stuff like on the, like when you finish your food. Yeah. Printed on the plate underneath. It's just a political story. Oh, you know what it should Discuss. be? I'll tell you what it should be. Genius idea. It should be the bill. And then you wouldn't have to ask for it. <laughs> That's exactly what it should be. They should print that on the plate, what the bill is. And then when you finish, you can read it. You need to trademark that. Yeah. Although you have to finish your Patent food. pending. You have to finish your food, though. That's the only downside of it. Well, does that mean that if I eat 95% yeah. of my food and then just walk out, I can claim I didn't see the bill? Or, like, the bill is all over the plate. So just eat, like, half your food. So work out where the like the, the drink is on the bill, which is on the bottom half of the plate. So just eat what's on that half of the plate and then pay that. Strategically You pay leave. for what you see. <laughs> Strategically leave, like, a little bit of bolognese just covering up yeah, the 19 pounds. Yeah, I think there's an idea in there. I might quit the pod and pursue that. <laughs> Do what you like, mate. Do what you like. I might. Put a hashtag on it. Ready to go. You've got black boxes in the ready. Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you one thing I didn't like about episode one. What? Uh, Me. I, yeah, there is that. But beggars can't be choosers. Um, I could I could hear myself laugh. Yeah. Admittedly, we were giggly last week. Oh yeah. Because it was a long it day. Was late I'd as been well. to the football. Palace had actually won. Things like that, yeah. Um, but I didn't like it, so couldn't have try and be a bit moodier and not laugh. <laughs> have you seen that Keen Peel sketch? Yeah, moving on. Um. <laughs> have you seen the one of like, um, it's like Kevin doesn't laugh or something? I is that the one where Kevin doesn't laugh? It is that one. Yeah, it wasn't very you funny. Know, I didn't yeah. laugh either. No, I haven't seen it. I'm joking. Um, by how smooth your voice sounds compared to my own and I don't know no you know what it is it's the fact that I would be saying the same thing if I could hear my voice no but I think it's the mic I think it's the mic yeah but you're not hearing it through that you're just hearing my voice that's what I'm thinking it is <laughs> that's what I'm thinking Like, because I, I think I sound fine but if I heard myself I'd hate it no but you in my earphones and you in this ear right now sound the same I sound really gross do you want to swap see what it sounds like Grainy. Do you want to swap? See if I get the same experience. Yeah, been promoted. Let's do it. I need something of relevance to say as well. What's up, London? Welcome to the Going Off Track podcast. Right, so you sound great, and I sound horrible. You see what I mean? Wow, we need <laughs> to buy a new really mic. Bad. Yeah, no, you sound great. I really want to hear the That's your accent this... in this. Seat. What, what do you want me to say, lad? Just if I shut my eyes, it's just. No. <laughs> it's like I'm in the Yorkshire day. <laughs> I'm watching Emmerdale. Yeah. How do you feel sitting there, talking into that mic? I quite like. I, feel like, I like this height. I prefer sitting. I here. feel like I'm being interviewed. Yeah, I prefer sitting I here. Feel like I'm the the star. I feel like I'm the star. I feel like I'm the star. See, I feel like I'm the star sat that here. Really this feeds both our egos sat here. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm literally on a pedestal. He's literally put a woman yeah. on a pedestal. Well, I just you know political out statement here. of this podcast. Out here respecting women. Out here respecting women. Out here respecting women. I feel much more comfortable holding this microphone and talking. 
if you're happy with this set. I feel like you have got the geezer lean on. I've got the geezer lean, yeah. See, for the yeah. listeners, I'm a pro- James proper has adopted geezer. the slouch shoulder. Oh, oh yeah. the arm's gone back. The arm's gone back. The arm's gone back. I'm kind of semi-dropped the mic as well. He's got his feet crossed. I've kind of semi-dropped the mic. The wrist is relaxed. Yeah. The chair. I'm going to fall element. back on this chair. I'm so chilled. <laughs> yeah. If you hear a bump in about 30 seconds. Yeah. done it anyone still listening that was episode two <laughs> how many how long are we how far in are we uh we're well in the ship um i don't know on the, we're an uh, hour and 14 minutes oh i'm really good. sorry about that everyone no no because we're gonna cut there's gonna be like a we're good gonna cut like an hour of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we literally should go. it's gonna be five minutes of let's go let's jam. go let's jam. jam and then don't title it that let's have a different title just still put KSI Logan Paul in the title. <laughs> the danger of carrots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Let's do our little outro bit then. Let's go, champ. Yeah. Um. Once again, thank you for listening. Um, this is it. We've come to the end of the episode. Uh, this train terminates here. So we'll be back. And, and I mean it this time. Not like last time. We will be back next week. Um, and it won't just be me. We'll have another co another co host, and hmm, we might we might have a special guest. We're working on it; it's on the cards. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode, and and thank you for all of the really good feedback, like all of the really nice words um, that people have have sent me or, or or told us about how you're enjoying the pod so far. It means a lot. So thank you for sticking around. Sorry, this episode's been a bit. Of bit of waffle um but you get to hear the silky smooth not very smooth croaky ass voice of me and until next time uh, bye you definitely have the voice for radio as well no nah, it's, it's this and the face but i didn't want to know.